Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to It's Not That Deep and we are finally back after a little bit of time off, a nice little Christmas break, uh, slash New Year break, slash Corona break, so you know. And we are back with episode five of season one and you are of course here with Liv and Hannah because we still don't know how to introduce ourselves together slash at the same time slash equally also we are also Liz and Hammy we discovered true over Christmas yes auto correct <laughs> um <laughs> I love Hammy I love I, it I, I don't yeah because when I shorten it to ham it doesn't work the same no it is Hammy and I, Liz I still remember that time though where I text you I text you something and I was like you're I was like, are you right, Liz? And I quickly deleted it and you were like, oh, I saw that. I saw how you called me Liz. <laughs> I was like, shit. I was seen. I've been seen. Um, yeah, so Hammy and Liz are here and we are, of <laughs> course, bringing to you the podcast that we love and cherish. It's not that deep. The paradox that is just exploring and kind of looking at what it's like to be us. And by us, we mean... The everyday peoples, do you know what I mean? The everyday peoples going through life, going through work, going through this weird old corona pandemic. And we're just trying to understand what really does need our attention and what doesn't, I guess, is a a good way of summing it up. And um, yeah, I mean, we're doing episode five after a few weeks. It's 23rd of Jan. I mean, we're a bit bit late to the party, but we did need some Some time. time Also, it's not our fault. No, I know. Boris Johnson made it really hard for us to come back. It's like he had a, a thing against podcasts. I know. I was going to put the c word in, but I don't think it, <laughs> I don't think that sits on on streaming platforms. Um, but yeah, now we're here. Start from the bottom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, we have so much to catch up on. So much. Where do we start? Twenty twenty. What a year. What a year. What a year. What a year with highs and lows, wins and losses. It was it was a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag. I mean, I don't know where to start if we start with 2020 or if we start with 2021, because I know, like I said, we're only 23 days in, but does it already been a matter? 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 Has it been a matter? Has it already been mad for you, 2021? It has been mad for me too, actually. Lots has happened in like three weeks. A lot. I've I've moved home in three weeks. You have. I've moved to home. You've yeah. moved. You've gone back to the nest. It, yeah, independence life weren't for me. I'm back home. Um, I mean, it was for me, and I loved it. But you know, consequences arise in that. So <sighs> this little bean had to go home. So now I'm just trying to do. You know, honestly, when you were a kid, did you used to try and rearrange your room every like two weeks? All the time. You you I like loved Superman? it. I loved redecorating my room and like moving. I always had so many posters on my wall, so I'd move them around and then I'd like get my mum when I'd finish and, and just like give her a premiere and be like, this is my new room. <laughs> How do you like it? And she would just, there's so many at the end, she just couldn't be bothered to You know what makes me part, laugh but, is yeah. that I was going to say just about that quickly was the fact that now I'm already home. I'm already trying to rearrange my room and get some sort of feng shui going on that, you know, is suitable for also, me. Also, you're a plant mum now. I am and I love it. I love it that you've you've come to the Yeah, to the I, thought, I thought it was overrated and that. And I also thought, no. you know, like, oh, everyone's on that wave. I'm one of those people, but... Oh, I love it. It's when they stop growing and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And that's when it's really stressful. I I mean, he hasn't stopped growing, but he's there's a couple of new leaves that are a bit brown. It's stressing me, but turns out I repotted him and he's... He's thriving. I've got green fingers, literally. Mate, I repotted what's his name? What's his Dave. Name? Dave. I know uh, it's generic. Um, don't Swiss, know what... Swiss cheese plant. That's is that what it is? Monstera. 
I seen that on your story, mate. I was like, I mean, that's my girl. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know any plants, but yeah, so redecorating my room and that whatever whatever but you know what else that just really reminded me of when you said about when you would get your mum in for a premiere I to this day especially more so than ever now that I've moved out and then had to come back home every time I clean my room or make my bed the amount of excuses I will come up with to get my mum to come into my room because I'm too embarrassed to be like hi mummy do you want do you want to come see my room so instead I'm like oh look at this lovely top I got the other week look at this and then she'll come and be like oh your room's nice and then she said to me the other day that I make the bed nearly as well as her wow I mean compliment if independence didn't give me anything for three months it made me you know learn how to make a A bed fresh crisp linen bread 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 (laughs) not a bread my mom just she just walks in at like 6am and she's like are you making me a coffee today and I'm like mom it's 6am have you, is that your new thing? Is I'm, that 2021? You're the I'm barista. I'm the barista in my house. But it's just like, my mum will literally walk in. And also, I have a tattoo on my arm that my mum still hasn't seen. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I, 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 I swear she's seen it in my sleep. Because when I, I sleep on my front and I hug my pillow. Oh, yeah, I do that. So she's seen my forearm. And she literally just walks in. And she's so lucky I don't sleep naked. Because if I did, she'd see it all. Oh, I know. I know she's my mum, but still, it's like, I'm 25. Oh, no, I'm really against it. I'm really (laughs) against it. My my family is way too open, and I'm the only one that's like a little prude. Really? Yeah, I hate it. No, I get it, but I'm just not very close to my family members. Like, it's always been like that. And then my mum, as she gets older, she wants to spend more time with me, and I'm just like, I can't. Like, I physically can't. It's not (laughs) bad. But I've Googled it, and it's a thing. It's just basically a a sign that you need to move out. But I feel like it's not the right time right now. But I feel like 2021, that's one of my manifestations that I eventually... Because I've moved out before and had to come back, but I feel like I need to stay with my mum a little bit longer, just have this time with her. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's actually a weird blessing in disguise. It is. Yeah, I get this time with my mum more so and yeah just... also I just realized how my mom needs me now mm. and and I guess like she I needed her when I was younger but now I see her needing me and it's like it becomes that stage in a relationship where you see your mom as like a, a, a girl a person like yeah. my grandma like towards then like, I saw her as like a little girl yeah. and I'd always like say to her like you're my baby and we'd laugh because I like, used to dress her and stuff a mother and daughter relationship flips and then you have to care for your mom so I agree, I agree. deep but that's, that's shout out to mums and that they're the best mom. my mum is a wonder, wonder woman she is for real she is a superhero for real by the way we are recording in Hanny, ha- Hannah and Hammy I was gonna say Hammy and then I got a bit scared <laughs> so then I went to say Hannah and then I got to Hanny <laughs> that's what my mum calls me Hanny. when my mum is angry at me she calls me Hannah and when she's happy with me she calls me Hanny that's cute okay well yeah we're recording from Hanny slash Hammy slash Ham uh, shed COVID tests were involved in that, so don't come. And at we're us. socially distanced right now as well. Yeah. We're so far so away. So shut up. <laughs> um, also, you know, you wanted another episode of It's Not That Deep. Like, if we didn't bring it to you, I know. I had people hitting up my phone, hitting up my Leica. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Leica. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but you know. Um, so where do we start? Do we do? Because uh, we can't ignore that 2020 happened. That is one thing that no one will ever forget. Um, without a doubt it was a shocker it was a shocker of a year but I'm so grateful for it I'll be honest yeah this is what's so mad obviously I've been pretty open in the other episode and I'm sure when we get onto deeper and darker things it'll come up again but where my mind sits when corona happened uh-huh. I was absolutely buzzing for the lockdown like I was like Me too. cannot wait when it was I'm... sunny and it was like we could sunbathe I was thriving for the yeah. lockdown I'm just like a proper introvert at heart and I think I've come to accept that that like I am not an extrovert I'm not up for socializing yes the job that I do and what I want to continue doing 
means that I have to socialise. Have you done the, the personality test of Myers-Briggs? No. Do you, you should do it. Do it and then we'll find out next time what it is because it literally tells you... Because you can be an introvert and, introvert and an extrovert, but it can be that maybe you're an introvert when... You're only extroverted when you're in situations where you're comfortable. Yeah, maybe. And people that like thrive off you and that people's energies you, you bond with. But sometimes yeah. you might feel like if the room is not really like your vibe and the people aren't your people, you won't... You'll, you'll yeah, be that's me all over. So, I'm not one for trying small talk either. Also, the one thing that I loved about 2020 and, like, nothing happening was I got I had no FOMO. Yeah, no FOMO. But that's what I was going to say. It's, like, I really love to just do nothing. So, Me too. <laughs> and I love to, like, be on my own. I'm a bit of a freak. So I really enjoyed it. But I think this year I'm really fucking scared. Like, I'll be honest, I'm scared that I'm going to have a bit of a mental breakdown. So I'm just preparing everyone I feel like now. when life gets back to normal, it's going to be a shock because I realise that I move like a sloth. I like yeah, moving at my own pace. And if someone rushes me... And I feel rushed to go somewhere or to do something. I literally hate it so much. Like, I am slow. That's why I love it. I can just wake up at, like, 9 a.m., have a shower, turn on my laptop, work, and then, like, do a workout at lunchtime, and then just, like, relax for, like, hours later on. I know. It's paying. It's so paying. But, yeah, I just... I'm apprehensive for 2021. I am. I am. But we thought we would talk about our... Should we do lessons that we've learned first in 2020 because we wanted to discuss our wins and our losses but I think it's really important that we actually talk about what we learn so I'll go first seeing as I'm chatting shit um I'd say my biggest lesson and I really hope that other people have experienced this too and if not then hopefully they will Mm -hmm. is to learn never to invalidate people's feelings and I think that seems so simple but it's actually really not we tend to as humans invalidate people a lot just naturally when you're in a confrontation or when you're in a situation that you might not necessarily want to take responsibility for or maybe you feel that exact same way but there's this level of actually acknowledging someone's feelings or not acknowledging them at all and like completely invalidating them and I think this year taught me a lot about that and to being sensitive to absolutely everything I always am but there's little things there's little sayings that I think have been conditioned into our way of speaking like even down to one one thing that was said to me a couple of months ago and it really at the beginning of the year wouldn't have bothered me but because of what I've seen my friends go through Mm -hmm. my family go through this year the end of the year has made me even more like a empathic what am I empathy empathist empathist I think it's I think it's um I don't empath is a word I've just got loads of empathy and it's You're really bothersome. Yeah. yeah, it like really eats me up inside. Me too. I like, I cry sometimes if I see something, like when I used to see homeless people or like something like that, that really makes me yeah. so upset and it yeah. ruins my day. And I think I've had it from a really, really young age. Yeah, yeah. And it's really hard because you, you don't, I don't know, because... It's it's a it's a it's a weakness and it's your strength. I think yeah. being so, but it's learning to control it and not let it like control your mood. Yeah, when it's something you can't control. Yeah, exactly. That's what so you've got to find. You've the got balance. to turn the sponge like navigation off. You know when you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna suck up everyone's feelings and then just wear them as my own. Yeah, we're not about that anymore. Um, but yeah, so um, for example, I was on once I was involved in one situation this year with a friend of mine, and to be honest. I feel like my feelings were invalidated and jeopardised in the situation. But I know for a fact she felt the exact the same. same way. Yeah. So in that sense, I thought, yeah, that's the best example of what I could give you. Because I could give you examples of like 
for example, that time last month when someone said to me, I said, oh, sorry, sorry if I'm coming across a bit of a way. I've, mm. I've just had a really <clears throat> bad day. And I think in 2020, a bad day means more than just, I don't know, you spilt your coffee or whatever it is. Someone's trying to tell you they've had it a bit shit. Yeah. So yeah. shut up. So not today, mate. Yeah, not today. And to have a response which is, yeah, well, we all have bad days. That is like the shit that I'm talking about. That's, that is that's like gaslighting. Monumental gaslighting that's and invalidation. Gaslighting. But yeah, that's. Oh my what... God, are we your background? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Sorry. Han- I've just unlocked my phone and Hannah's noticed that. Yeah. It I just hate gives that me. Of myself, but that's so sweet. Yeah. It's blurry oh. as fuck, but it just reminds me to keep we were going. Yeah. Night. And to just be motivated. Yeah. Um, that's so sweet. Yeah. Love you. Um, love you so. Too, Liz. <laughs> Give me <to> Liz. <laughs> if only my name was a co- like a condiment or uh, like. Imagine if my name was. Sharice, and we could just call me like Shaz. Cheese. No, No, that doesn't work. (laughs) I want to, you know, do people ever say like Liv is livid? Like, do you hate when people say that? No, I got like when they're like, oh, your name's Liv West. Oh, do you live with no West then? No, actually, (laughs) I don't. It's really not even funny. Oh, that's not a good one. Um, <laughs> actually, talking of that, you, I still need to link up with what's her name, Liv East. <laughs> there's a Liv East, bro. There's the there's my op, and I yeah, I feel <laughs> <No>. like <laughs> she's sick though. She, may, I don't think she will be the right vibe for your show, but I feel like Liv West, Liv East need to meet. Okay, this needs to happen. And Maybe it could be a dramatic pinpoint. What about you? What about your? What's your main lesson? My main lesson is. This kind of goes back to the episode, the last episode we did when you gave your experience and it's just being open and getting help when you need help Mm. and not like pushing things down and not, I think before 2020, I was like in a really weird place in my mind, like things just weren't going, things hadn't been going right for ages and they started to go the way I wanted them to go. And then I still wasn't feeling okay and I was just like looking at my life like, I have everything I want right now. Why am I not happy? And I think I just was putting my worth and my happiness on the wrong thing. Mm. And it made me realize to just like, it made me realize that I needed to have help and to speak to a therapist and understand how my mind works and why I think the way I do. Mm -hmm. And it really, I think 2020, the biggest lesson was be honest with yourself that you need help and go get it if you need it because it's the best thing that's ever going to happen to you because you can keep distracting yourself you can keep working really hard you can keep using that one thing to to hide the fact that you need to speak to someone and you need to you need to understand your mind like we're humans we have complex brains things have happened to us we have trauma for real dealing with your trauma is such an important part of maturing and being happy mm-hmm. so i think my biggest lesson was getting help and not feeling ashamed and not being like not being because i'm always the kind of person like i hate going to my friends when my problems because people will be like are you okay and sometimes i'll be like actually this has happened and then my problems are normally so like not saying I have a really hard life but they, they're so they're quite traumatic and for normal normal people it's quite hard for them they're just like okay I don't really know what to say and I'll just be like it's fine though like it's gonna be okay and it's like that's not a way of dealing with it I think that links straight into my lesson and it actually reminded me of something my ex-boyfriend used to say because I used to struggle with the same thing in the sense that um so with my OCD I remember being so upset at one point and I was like saying to him like people just don't understand and like I'm I'm feeling this way and like I shouldn't feel this way like yeah. this is so selfish yeah and he he said something that's genuinely always stuck with me which is similar to not invalidating people's feelings is that your situations are your situation and someone else's situation is theirs yeah so 
doesn't mean that one's more important than the other like whatever you feel is valid so just feel it and don't compare yeah don't compare and if you can't relate then you just can't relate that's that's completely normal some people will relate some people can't it's just human nature is so complex in that way we we went through a whole year of growth i think a lot of people did I I do think like every year of my life though, the highs get higher and the lows get lower. Yeah, you said this. Um, I don't know. Some some years have been shit and other years have been shit. But then the highs were just like, they they saved it for me. Mm, mm, I'm trying to think. I mean, 2020 was steady for me in shitness and litness. (laughs) It was like, it was real steady. It wasn't plateauing anytime soon and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But like in comparison to other years, I do get what you mean, the highs and the lows. But let's talk about the wins. Or should we go through the lows quickly? Just to get them out of the way. Yeah, maybe. All right, yeah, bish bash bosh. Let's wash our hands. Get them off. Do you want to start? No, you start. I'm tired of hearing my own voice. So my first loss... And it's continuing into 2021. It's that glass, though. It's cancelled. <laughs> Mate, do you know I'm a bit concerned. I've never been, and it was the first time oh, no. I ever got tickets. And Yeah, did you actually win through the... Not win. <laughs> lol. <laughs> but it feels like you won, innit? I won the glass, though, lottery, but, basically. Yeah, you did. Yeah, me okay, and my, so you me did and my mates from uni, we all applied. But because they're all from different parts of the UK, yeah. that's how I think we got in. Okay. So we got tickets. We were going to go. But obviously, Rona happened. And I, d- I didn't think it was going to happen this year either. But 2022... I'm going to be there. I'm going to be 27 year old at Glasgow for the first time hey, ever. But come I'm, through, Hannah, Hannah, come through. But I'm gonna you might be hosting year. by them. Oh my God. You, I'm not even chatting shit. We might I'm, be there by then. Imagine Subtle have like a stage. Well, that's the goal. I mean, no pressure, Subtle, but... Affirmation. We want... They have two years. <laughs> they got two years to do it. They got two years. Yeah, I think we... Well, they were... They were you know, they were out, out there. I know. You know. Why do I get so excited? And then I'm like... Eh, 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 eh. It's... <laughs> Yeah, they were out. out. Oh my god, why did I? (laughs) They were at Outlook Festival, is what I was trying to say. That's lit. I know. Glasgow 2022. Yeah, we'll see you there. there. We'll see you there. Okay. Good, good loss. Um, I just want to add, people, if you're not taking this seriously enough, the fact that Glastonbury has been cancelled, I genuinely need you to understand how serious that is. No, and I would love to. I was meant to go this year too, but that was through work. Um, hopefully, I still work for a label by then because that was one of the only perks. Um, <laughs> shade. Shade, shade, shade. No, I love my job. No, I really do. you not do. get free vinyls? No. What? I've got one. I've got the Kano vinyl, and that was the only one I was... Ha- like, when I started, I was, like, pissed off that I'd just started after Kano's album. Oh, my God, yeah. But you got some video shoot, right? I did his video, yeah, and then I got to, um, <laughs> yeah, he thought I was Beth at the concert. I went to his concert and went, like, um, backstage, and uh, he came up to me, and I was like, hi, and I was like, you don't remember me, because oh. I was like, why would he? But bearing in mind, I have met him three times through work, like, through Rince, and then another time. Yeah, to, each yeah. time I had to speak to him, Rince, I was the producer, then... At the event I worked at for Google, I was like the person that was picking the guy up from the like gatehouse and that. And the third time, I was at his video shoot. I was in his aunt's house. Do you know what I mean? Like familiarise yourself. So I'm like, you hey. were in his aunt's house. Oh my yeah. god, what does he smell like? Did you get a chance to like? Smell? Uh, I never sniffed him. Is no. he as beautiful? In he's life? so beautiful and he's so intimidating because he's so cool. Yeah, and you can just tell he's just so wholesome. So wholesome. I can. Yeah, he's. But just... also like a bad man, but like wholesome. He's just. 
beyond talent yeah and I was like hi you probably don't remember me and he was like of course I do and I was like <laughs> you know and, like the whole world stopped so it like stopped and then he all of a sudden in slow-mo was coming towards me and I was like he's going to hug me and he hugged me and he was like so good to see you Beth <laughs> wait Beth so you just you just missed Beth is my mate. best friend oh my god mate for contact mate. context you know what if you lot, if if anyone listens to this, please DM me on our It's Not That Deep podcast Instagram and ask for a picture of Beth if you're interested. Because you do look very because similar. Because we look very, very similar. We have very similar mannerisms from the same area. And my mum thought that I was her. Do you know how embarrassed I was? What did I you just, say? I just went with it. I was like, it's so good to see you. And then I went up to Beth afterwards and I was like, mate, I don't want to like push your buttons but he thinks I'm you so now you've got to be me <laughs> you've got to be the one that was forgotten <laughs> oh my days oh my days wow I forgot where I was going with that and how we got to Kano but please carry on with another laugh oh no my loss was yeah. sorry just to wrap it up sorry <laughs> not my loss I was gonna say the point is is that with Glastonbury not being on, please take this seriously because that is a signal that this world is quite truly fucked right now. So if you're not staying indoors or if you do need to meet up in any sheds to record, <laughs> please just keep at a safe distance. Cool. Was it you who I was telling saying that and then you said it's never going to come back ever again? Yeah, it was me. I don't think that's going to happen. I, want, I, don't, I, I hope not. That. But a lot of supply... For example, my sister, big up Charlotte West, she's a legend. Um... She is an events producer and yeah, she was just saying that if before Glastonbury cancelled again, she said it's going to be very concerning for the events industry because not only will other festivals and events follow suit, but also a lot of suppliers um, all depend on Glastonbury. For example, that can be their biggest job. Mm. They only have to rig the whole of Glastonbury once a year and get bare money. So yeah, it's a bit shitty shit shit but we can only hope and um i think like you said it, in grand scheme of things i think there will always be a glass and brie it's part of our culture and yeah. like it's our thing in the uk so if you can hear birds and water running that's because it's hannah's no mum has created a botanical garden <laughs> in west london so shout outs to her um my loss my main loss um Oh, I've got three. Okay, let's go with this one. So my first loss is friends. I think I've only lost a couple this year and they haven't been that deep in the sense that they've been a big argument or whatnot. Mm. But I think it's a lot when you're growing up and we're at that stunning age of being, you know, quarter of a century in that. So we're understanding that some people come in to your life later on and they're there to stay. Some people have started from the beginning, but they drop off. And I think as we're all getting older, it's like a real turning point to see these people kind of fall off your radar and it's not because of anything in particular, it's just a difference of situations and of opinions. But yeah, I think it was a, it's losses and blessings. I think that's a, a good way of looking at it. My losses are silver linings, hopefully. So yeah, I think just losing losing social circles, whether that's just down to corona, like mm. you, you've lost your sense of friendship do you know yeah, what I mean in, yeah, a, in a group it's, quite, it's been a lonely year really has yeah really has really really has so I think yeah being being strong enough to get through it is um definitely incredible on everyone's on everyone's points yeah you know? so yeah I get that loss yeah and you know what I truly believe that like if someone's meant to be in your life 
they will find the way of coming back. 100%. So if those people, something's happened, they have to take a break, and you might see them again in the future, but who knows? Now, Peace out. Peace out. Say. Okay, my loss, this one is really sad. Okay. But I had to just say it because I feel like it was a big part of my 2020. Yeah. I guess for me, it was just like, my family had to go through a lot of stuff in 2020. I sadly lost my grandma, but she is in a much better place now. And I'm so happy that she she passed at the beginning of this whole mess. So I'm glad that she could go and we could see her. Mm. So that was like a big, like I've never had to really experience grief. And it was like, my grandma was like my parent. My grandma was like my soul, 60 Aww. years older than me. Like she was exactly like me. Like we had the same sense of humor. She was so fresh and Indian and just like the best thing ever. She helped me connect with that part of my identity because I don't feel very Indian. But when I'd see my grandma, I'd be like, okay, she is like the Indian part of me. Mm-hmm. So just like losing that and maybe losing a bit of my identity with, with her and just like seeing my mom having to go through like losing her mom and seeing just my family go through a lot. For my family, it's brought us together, but I'm sad they had to take something as sad as that to happen mm-hmm. for it to, to like happen that way. So it's kind of a, a, a loss and a win. Just see, just seeing your mom like go through shit, it was hard. Yeah, My mom is so important to me and I, she drives me up the wall. Like she's a Scorpio, I'm a Gemini. We clash like no tomorrow, but I'm so protective over her. And I think I've, I've become, I've become like her parent this year in 2020. And just seeing that and seeing that all that happened and seeing my sister go through it and my auntie and my uncle, everyone just deal with it in their mm-hmm. own ways. That was really sad. But as I said, she's in a much better place and I'm glad that she's always going to live in me. And I feel that. I feel her like every day. And when people say they go through grief and they're like, you literally think about the person every day. Like, that's no lie. I do think about her every day and I miss no. her every day. But it's like, for the, it's like, I don't know. I feel her strength as well, which is the most beautiful part. Yeah, she's with you. She always will be with you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah that's a that's a good a good loss in a really weird way ho- horrible way to say yeah. it. i don't mean it like that please yeah. don't take it like that it's <clears> like <throat> i think that's a great one to acknowledge that like you said that was one of the biggest losses you had last year quite physically yeah. and yeah. mentally and spiritually it just changed my whole world yeah but so I had to... like you said you're now filled with her strength and maybe your souls have joined I think back so. together and I'm so excited to see her again one day like, I think that's also it and it's really true you'll see her one day and um she'll be there waiting with, with samosas big... in hand oh <laughs> man literally the samosas are the best thing ever Were they? it was so so good I should have really what like what did she fill them with it was just like the whole shebang like peas mm. sweet corn and mm. she'd always make because I became a wuss and I couldn't take the chili so she'd make like non-chili ones for me and my sister okay. and then one time she like gave me the non-chili the, the chili one by accident and my mouth was burning like what the hell is going on she was like I'm so sorry she was just like the best the best cutest grandma ever she was so small was she you know when your grandma's so small you can just like hug them oh. it was so cute I've never had a grandma so really no yeah I don't know my grandma would always say she'd always say grandparents <laughs> love their grandchildren more than their they children. say that the the love is like indescribable in a different way, way. um yeah, and like I see that in my mum with my her, nephew. Oh. Like that's not even her blood daughter, but it's my stepsister and she just absolutely adores my nephew. But we'll get onto that. He's he's definitely one of my win. Um I mean, my loss, my other one. You know what? Cuz I I've, I've only got I've got three losses, but I'm only going to actually say two now All right. because I blubbed on about Kano, so it's karma. <laughs> but also is um, that after your one, no offence, I don't feel like anything is that big of a loss. Do you know what I mean? Every, in my everything, sense. I feel like if you were still want to say it, you should say it. 
No, it's just that I moved back home. But again, we spoke <laughs> about that. Um, I think this is pretty cringe and I'm not even just gassing and saying it. But one of my biggest losses, and it's actually the biggest blessing, is I guess the girl at the beginning of the year that I was. And I don't think I've, don't get me wrong, I don't think that I've changed that much at all. But I used to care so much about where I was in my life and the position I was at and that I wasn't where I should be. And I was obsessed by that. And if if anything, it was stunting me. Mm. And I didn't realise how much it was affecting me because I was putting this pressure on myself. I was getting pissed off that I weren't doing things. I was getting annoyed when I would see someone else doing better than me. Like, all this silly stuff. And then... The same year I was turning 25 and in my head I was like, oh my God, I'm petrified. I'm not where I'm meant to be. I need to do all this stuff and moving out and doing all of that. And then now that I've come home, I realised I needed none of that to no, prove who I was. It's true. I needed to show my, I needed that to show myself like, hey, Liv. And then the other Liv's like, yeah. And then, she, <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, you don't need all this stuff. You do know that. Like you're lit on your own. She's like... Yeah, no, but I didn't realise until I had it all and yeah. I still felt the same. Yeah. So moral of the story is that, yeah, I think I'm just I'm just really grateful that I kind of lost that part of me that was so obsessed by everything and anything around me and this this pressure, this time pressure. But that's another conversation we definitely... I want to do a whole episode on it, by the way, on biological clock. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a so, really good point. Hold tight. But yeah, that's another reason why I think women naturally feel like they they need to they need to do things by Also, I was what was I I was listening to some kind of podcast or something and apparently when women Oh no, we had to do like inclusivity training at my work and it was actually so it was so interesting mm. and so eye-opening and the lady who did it is someone who works for my company mm. and she's like been trained to give these uh, talks and she said that when women go off for a maternity leave normally when they come back they'll be demoted. It's like Really? A, yeah, it's like a it's a very normal thing that's happened. Wow. They'll be demoted because they haven't been there for ages. She was saying how she was really annoyed because there was this project that was happening overseas and her boss just didn't even, didn't even consider her because she didn't mean she was a mother. Mother, yeah. But she was like, I could still go. Like, I yeah. could still want to go. Yeah. I could just get like a like a babysitter or I could, they could save my family member. Like, <laughs> babysitter. Like I'll be back months. in a year and a half. <laughs> See you later. Or bring them with you. Like, it's not... Yeah, for all they it's... know, that she could want to immigrate somewhere. Yeah, but... Oh, fuck the system. Mate, women, having a vagina is amazing, but also it's such a drawback sometimes. It really winds me up. It really does wind me up. So, you know... um, Quickly, before we finish off on our loss and wins, you know about... Wait, was it me? No, it weren't me and you. It weren't me and you. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, you are repeating yourself. Um, you know the Slumflower, there was the whole uh, conflict with her and Florence Given. Yep. Um, we won't get into it too much, but yet, if you know about that, it's obviously about the copyright issues of the Slumflower's book um, because she is in the position where she's led to believe um and many have been on the side of that Florence has plagiarized mm -hmm. um very very complex story um but yeah we're not talking opinions on that but the basic thing I wanted to talk about was actually the Slumflowers book yeah how to be alone and she's talking about which is the one that she's saying Florence you, know, you get the gist um so that in that book, she says, why does she always allow men to pay? Mm. And whenever, oh, yeah. so me and my sister, I remember it so clearly. A few years ago, me and my sister, we used to work together 
I would help her out on event jobs and stuff. And I'm being around this table, it was on a Google job. And um, everyone was like, would you go on a second date with someone if they didn't pay? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. And then my sister was like, no, I wouldn't either. Well, the backlash we got was mm. mad. Everyone sitting around the table was like, <clears throat> no, like that's that's not you being, you know, a feminist. A feminist yeah. And it's not like, I think I'm still a feminist. I just feel like if you've invited me out and you want to make the effort, I feel like I want to be made to feel special so mm-hmm. I think you should pay mm-hmm. but the sunflower actually applies it even deeper and I'm like now I'm just even more like yes honey I was right and she talks about how when you go on a date yeah you turn up you've got your hair done you've got all your makeup done Nails. you've got a new outfit potentially if you really are fancying the guy don't get me wrong we've all been there You've got the nails, exactly. You've Makeup, spent... Eyebrows, we've got the eyebrows, eyebrows. Like, you really do not... Like, because we do this stuff because we it's fucking normal. love it. Yeah. But when you add it up, getting your nails done every two weeks, that's, <clears> that's <throat> 25 quid a pop each time. And that's if you're not getting it all the shabling on it. Do you know what I mean? I had this thing when I first started going to my boyfriend. Every time we'd meet, I had to buy a new outfit. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I just, like, hated my clothes. Also, I was like, I need to impress this guy. And I said literally buy a new outfit every time i think it took three to four months and i was like this is not this your is talent it's like uh-uh yeah but it's hard that's a good point it is hard yeah and she talks about that and she's saying she also says um about how the fact that we've got to get cabs home that night and we we can't walk home we can't no, jump on the train we because we're we're at a risk because there's all those weird old perverts out so it's like yeah you know what I fucking back here, so I back myself. Do you know what I'm not looking forward to? Do you know after first lockdown, like men were so thirsty? Oh my god, do you remember when I came here? Yeah, and you were drove here. Yeah, and something happened. Something happened. I can't remember what it was, and then you were telling me about how you went running a couple of days before. Yeah, and someone chased you. I've already witnessed like the thirst already. It's disgusting. I was like, I was actually walking around looking grim as fuck, and and I I don't I can't remember. You know when it, it happens so much, it's like complete normality, and you're like, it's just another day, another day of being catcalled. And I have to just take it. So any men listening, I know you can't control your penis, but please, women who are walking on the street aren't just there for you, mate. They're there for themselves. I know. Fucked. Oh, I could get onto a right spiel. That's another whole episode we should dwell into. And I want to talk about specifically white middle-aged men. And they have to be middle class as well. Yeah. They're the ones specifically that ride ride bikes on a Sunday. Yeah, I want to talk about those because they're dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) Big dickhead energy. All right, okay, so I have lost well, but it's really not that good, so I'm going to go on to wins. Oh, no, do your final Mine's just at the gym's closed. That's not a good one. <laughs> I mean, I miss the gym. I wish I missed the gym. I wish I missed something. I did describe you on our podcast I know, as the most I active like girl. I just love the gym. My mental health and the gym, hand in hand. Yeah. And I really get that now. And good. I never used to get it. I used to be like, oh, I can just lose weight and stop eating. But now I'm like, no, you need to just exercise just just for you. Just not to lose weight, not to look a certain way. And that's way. probably why your skin is just always like, sorry, I half had a burp coming up then. <laughs> also, I just love to sweat. You know, you're just like, I really want to sweat today. Yeah, no, it does feel good. But I just get really spotty after the gym. I can't Really? Mm. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. That sucks. It's hard life. But yeah, that was my last loss. <laughs> well, there was tons. There were tons of little ones here and there. And I'm, I'm probably sure that we would have been able to think of some more. But... It's the wins. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I can't believe I just witnessed that and I saw it. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know. I the audio. I'm gutted for them. Yeah, I hope it did did go up a bit higher. It's going to live in my memory forever. Sorry. 
Okay, do you want to start or should I start? Um, you start. Okay, so my first win, it's got to be those professional, that main professional win that I had this gang, year. Gang, gang, gang. Because I felt like the whole, for, for a good like three months, everyone was followed, it was sunny outside, I was the only one working from home on my laptop going nuts and then I just... I got to like August and I was like, okay, you just got to keep going. It's going to yeah. pay off. It's going to pay off. And it did. It fucking Woo! paid off. Promotion, bitches. Promotion. What's your promotion? Tell your people. I actually don't know my official title, but I'm just <laughs> no longer an intern. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah. Dang. Also, just for everyone listening, for all those millennial kids, yes, you do have to work for free sometimes. Hannah wasn't working for free, so don't go thinking she's a poor bitch. I basically but, was, though, maybe. <laughs> no, but still. But before that, just so you know, Everyone has to be an intern at one point. Whoever tells you you shouldn't be or that you're too good is chatting shit. You need the experience. You need, you to, need to learn your self-worth from being at the bottom. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's lessons from us. Yeah, and I'm so happy. 2020, I managed to turn it into like a a, a higher salary, which Woo-hoo! I'm buzzing about. And just like a for my confidence as well, like being able to be promoted and yes. a job that I love. It's a massive win. Yes, so. and but, especially yeah. one for context like hope you don't mind but of how the year before went for you and mm, you know how just, you were just so up and down with where you were going and what you were doing and like you were really lost like also, I've also learned not to put all my self-worth on that that exactly but like yeah like you've grown so much so much in comparison to those Aww. two years no you really have I'm not even trying to shit so um yeah go you Woo! my first win is exactly the same yes career whores um i love work mate i just want that millie yeah bro honestly the millie is coming i keep do you remember, yeah that's that's oh my god no, that's that's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> no you quoted yourself on my on my voice reel that's on there really yeah i think yeah, that millie for mum shout out mumsy yeah literally we're repeating our show from two years ago but exactly that i really want that millie for my mum um i'm still hoping I wanted to make a million by 30, but I've only got five years left, so I don't know. But I'd, Don't underestimate me. I'll put a milli slash 100k. <laughs> Keep that bracket open. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, we'll see. Yeah, my first win is definitely my work. Um, just working really, really hard last year. And then, yeah, same as seeing that pay off and get my promotion, get my money up. Um, seeing... Seeing my name in the credits as Whoa, a commissioner and also that the biggest special. one was uh, a creative producer. I worked as a creative producer as well as a commissioner on a very big, big, big job. And it's not even fucking coming out because 2020 did want to play games. But mate, creative producer, that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, I'm really happy with Woo! that. And yeah, just uh, creative producer. keep getting lit. Do you know how many people I know who like are trying to be creative producer and I'm like, it's not working, bitch. I but mean, for you, it's working. I mean, it's really not. It's more that I come, <laughs> <laughs> people take my ideas and then I'm like, hold on, honey. Can I have that? I need to be credited. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're not getting extra money, make sure, people, that you're getting your name on that shit because I'm hoping it will help in the future so we can only keep our fingers crossed. Also, you have one of those big fluffy coats that look like a duvet, right? Yeah, I don't have it with me. That's what all creative producers wear on set. That's what nice. There we go. <laughs> I've, got, I, I've got the gear you and I actually coat. have the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Second win. Okay, so my second win is kind of, kind of links into what we were talking about before in terms of lessons. Mm. And it's a personal win. And it's just realising 
my self-worth and not putting it on anyone else, realizing my self-worth within myself and just my confidence growing and just generally realizing that things that things that used to like get me down that I couldn't control, I'm realizing that if you can't control it, let it go. Like, don't let it ruin your whole day, your whole weekend when it's something that is out of your hands, out of your control. If you if you worry about that and stress about it, it's just gonna ruin your mental health. Mm-hmm. So just realizing like, if it's not in my control and I can't control it and it doesn't make me happy, that's sad, but mm-hmm. let it go. Just let it go. That's what I, I realized. And also so just true. not putting my self-worth on others or things that I have or things I've achieved, jobs or anything like that. Just really realizing that I'm actually lit and not even being a dick about it, but just like, I actually am, I'm a cool person and mm-hmm. I like myself. But yeah. Just realizing that it's like, don't be your harshest critic all the time. Yeah. And just accept that you're trying your best. You're actually really good and you're amazing and you're, you're working hard every day to be happy. Yeah, I agree. I think two points from that. The first is that I think that's so beautiful and it can apply in the sense that I was thinking when you were talking about that, how also letting things go, but in the same breath, you can also be kind of in charge of your everyday life. For example, you can change the narrative of your day. Like you wake up feeling shit and I had it not too long ago. I felt really rubbish. I didn't want to really get out of bed. And then I just did one little thing, which was getting in the bath and like reading for 10 minutes. And I changed my narrative a bit. Yeah. And I just think that's really important. And what was the other thing I was going to say? The other thing was about liking yourself. And I was going to say, I remember, I don't know if you've ever had experiences like this, but when I was a kid, I remember being in like year one Mm -hmm. and kids were asking each other like, do you, do you love yourself? And like, do you love yourself? And I remember one person was like, yeah, I love myself. And everyone was like, oh, basically, instead of, if kids could swear, they would be like, you're a knob because you love yourself. That's yeah. basically what they were saying to each other. And everyone was just like, oh my God, you love yourself. I can't believe you love yourself. And I think it's a real weird um, cultural thing of like, the fact that that was put on to us. I don't feel like my little sisters, for example, have that. Why do you think that was for our generation? I don't know. I just feel like there there was quite... I think we're quite an egotistical generation. Yeah. I think we're quite self-indulgent. And I think there is a bad stigma of being self-obsessed. Mm-hmm. And there is a very thin, thin line. Between... Trust me, I know firsthand... It's of like, the self-obsession of people. Um, but there's a difference when someone is self-obsessed and can only... I like to call them um, people that have reflective glasses. Oh, So yeah. they literally cannot <laughs> or people see. Have, okay, not, so you have yourself as your background. People who literally have themselves as a background. Just people that... You've gone to Tenerife, they've gone to Elevenerife. Do you know what I mean? What's Elevenerife? It's not a real thing, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> Someone, you, you're saying, I've been to Tenerife last year. It was great. The sun was out, 28 degrees, and someone comes along and goes, well, I went to Elevenerife, and it was 43 oh, yeah. degrees. Like, oh, I feel really sick. I feel even worse. Or it's like, I had such a bad day, and then they'll be like, oh, uh, did you? Well, listen to what I did. Yeah. Ugh. It's like there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. Oh, so, Such so, a fine line. So fine. So fine, because <clears> even... Oh, this is bad. But even a little bit of arrogance, especially on a man, I can't oh, lie. You like it? N- little, a t- I'm saying little bit. It's a bit sexy. If you if you know that you're fly. No, 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 no. I like when people don't know they're fly. That's my that's my thing. I, I, arrogance is like the number one. Don't talk to me. 
it's so funny because when I look at the relationships I've had, all of my men are like the ones that exactly are, like you're saying your but you type. Want someone a bit more but arrogant. I no, I fall for the dickheads, oh, yeah. and then they never work out. So that's my problem. So maybe you've got to go for a bit of a wet wipe. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I've been in charge in every relationship I've had, and I'm kind of over it. That was my win. Thank you for your feedback on my win. Thank I you. Like it's a win that I see in you as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You I mean, I don't give a fuck about a lot of things. It's when when we had that episode with Jane, she was like, the way I just became happy was realising that don't give a fuck what people think about you. It was literally like, oh my God, open my eyes. Yeah. I'm seeing clearly for the first time ever. Yeah. And that was the best advice ever. Yeah. Nice. Don't give a fuck what people say. It's so, it's so easy and everyone says it, but it's true. It's how you... Um, how you apply it I guess you could say uh, my second win the best thing in the whole world um, and I, th- I think we've dis- discussed it before on the podcast by the way if I start stuttering it's because I'm getting a little bit cold now FYI I'm jump? fine no 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 I'm There's fine a you can wrap no I'm fine for now but I'm just saying in case I do like that Okay. If I do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but don't worry guys um, my second one is undeniably and probably the best win of the year was getting my nephew. Um, Yeah, what I was going to say was, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but when I was little, up until this day, I've always just been absolutely obsessed by being a mum, which is really contradictory to Really? I never would have thought that about you. Exactly, because I'm so so courageous. Yeah, Yeah. but just I'm... But obviously you can be both. Why in my mind did I think I know, but it's true. But it's true. But that's not you. That's not you. It's society's impressions. But I also think that in the same sense that I want to be a mum so bad, but I know that I have to get my career up first, for example. It's just just the way it is for us, isn't it? Yeah, we just have to get, get on with it, keep working hard at breaking the stigmas. But yeah. But yeah, so having a little boy that I like to pretend is mine... What's it's just the bit best. Uh, Hendrix. Hendrix J. Peters. And he is beautiful and he's perfect. And what's the best part? And you're going to think I'm nuts, but I, you know this story. But the year before my stepsister found out she was pregnant with him, on the 28th December, the day before my 24th, 24th birthday, I had a dream that she was pregnant. <gasps> and then the day after she found out that she was... <gasps> So, uh, no, so it was two days, wait, 28th, 29th, 30th, three days, sorry guys, three days after she found out that she was pregnant, so she knew she was pregnant on New Year's Eve, but, you didn't, you didn't but have... no one knew at that point, and she responded being like, I really hope so, I really hope that happens one day, so I, it was like I dreamt him up, so I think in a, it's really fucked up and it's crazy, but no, I genuinely believe that, yeah, I believe that he's like part of my soul family. You guys are connected, yeah. Yeah, so he... I, I invited him down and he came down for a good old ride. He came early. Oh, what time did he, what, what time? When was he born? He was born at like 7 p.m. on, oh my God, you now you're testing me. Your, your twin soul. Oh my God, <laughs> you're the worst. Like, <laughs> oh my God, September. She's her phone just to find it. She is stressed. <laughs> I'm really stressed. Why can't I remember? You know what? I'm just so obsessed with him. I haven't even thought about the fact that he's got a birthday. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not thinking like... All I know is that he's got... He's four months old now. So he was born in September and I think it was... Oh, my boy's a Virgo. He's a Virgo. I know, I know his star sign. <laughs> I know how much he weighs, but I can't tell you the date. I can tell you it was around... 
you know what? I was going to say that, but whatever. Around the 10th of September, <laughs> my little boy. Um, yeah, he. The skeptical people on here, go fuck yourself because he's still my win, even though I didn't Aww. remember that his birthday. <laughs> no, but he's perfect. So it's just so nice having a baby around and making you feel kind of making you feel so small and irrelevant having a baby around because you realize how bigger the world is yes. and how important life is yeah um so he's a he's a great one just to give you some gratitude so yeah you know, I've never held a baby are you joking there's been no babies born in my family so I've never held a baby I don't know what baby smells like I literally don't oh know oh my god babies are just the most precious thing in the whole wide world someone around me needs to have a baby just, just so I can smell hopefully it hopefully it will be me hopefully <laughs> 2021 oh my god could you imagine hi hi but, that would be immaculate conception little, it's not that deep baby oh my god we should get little like baby grows oh my god it's not should. that deep Branded. Yeah, and even if it's a boy, I still want to wear, get, put him in the pink. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, there is also, nothing. Also, start ocean mate baby grows. They have merch. Yeah. <laughs> Hendrix can model. Yeah. There we go. Mate. Um, what about you? Another win. So my my final win that I'm going to talk about on the show and probably my favourite win I think yours is going to be the same because I feel like we're just so similar like that. And also I just know we just have the same, same goals in life and I think it's going to be the same. But my win basically is finding subtle and starting this podcast. Yeah. Because it sounds so lame, but I feel like nice. before I found subtle, I was so lost and I was like, all yeah. I want to do is do a radio show and just like be somewhere where like the people connect with me and I thrive and I can feel comfortable to anything I want and subtle became that 100%. Mm-hmm. I still cringe at my shows that I listen to, but I know that they rate me. <laughs> yeah, so me it, like, too. it doesn't, I don't know. It's I just, subtle like the best. To feel really um, supported. Supported. To feel inspired. Yeah. To feel the constant gratitude. I think it just helps churn out the content that we do and like keep going at what we're, we're doing and, yeah, just, just knowing that it actually works. Like, I feel like we've been kind of put on a tightrope so many times and we've had to prove ourselves. Mm. And for the first time, we've not had to prove ourselves. No. And the the compliments, the support, the like, family energy. I feel like they genuinely listen to our shows and they enjoy them. Like, they genuinely, like, rate us as presenters. I hope so. Otherwise, Hannah's chatting shit. Imagine she listens back to us and she's like, they have no idea what we actually... Get. No, but it's like... Just even if you go to the studio, like everyone's excited to see you. Everyone's like in a good mood. Everyone, you feel comfortable there. And I know what you mean about having to prove ourselves and felt like it was, our worth was already counted. And it's like, mm. what is your worth to us? And it's like, so it was not like that. So I was just like, here, here you are, it's like an hour, do whatever you want. We're going to love it because we know you work hard. Because yeah. it doesn't mean that we've stopped working hard. We still work hard. Really it's hard. It's been recognised in a different way. Yeah. I feel you. Good rapper, mate. That was not even planned. But 2021 has already started with M. Huncho's face being revealed. I can't believe (laughs) that! He looks like DJ Khaled. He does, he does! DJ Khaled. Also, he's a lot older. I know! Than I thought he was going to be. No wonder why my guy is always talking about how all he wants to do is like chill at home, keep having kids and being married and stuff. No, he doesn't (laughs) have kids. He wants to get married and have kids. But I was always wondering like, how are you? No offence guys, but slash offence. No boy 
no boy. Yeah, actually, I'm going to say boy. No boy between like 20 and 30 ever sits there openly as a person in the public eye, especially a rapper turning around saying, I want to just settle down and have kids. What a breath of fresh air. I, I've always loved him. So I always rated yeah, that. You've and actually met him. Yeah. You've worked with him. Yeah. And he said my shoes were shit, but it was fine. What shoes were they? Dr. Martin's. He what the hell? Off. Me yeah. and Pancho, let's go get him some and be like, wear them. You know, wearing docks, having to wear them in. I know. You you got, you got like a bravery badge from brownies on that. Oh my God, I can't believe that. Yeah. Judging. Judging and rude. Um, no, but I just, I really rate him as a person. So... I, I think it's... Oh, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him as well, but... And it's like the hands are Dutch as well. How old is that video, though? Is it quite new? It is not I very it's old. From, it's from burn, Burning Times. It is. It is from June. Mate, whoever did that, I hope the money was worth it. Because I bet it wasn't. He didn't get paid. He didn't get paid? No, I don't think so. Why would you do that and not sell it? Not even like a bag? Because he was trying to back Dutch. Okay. He was trying to did say... No, it just made him look like a dick. And then all the Dutch's other mates were fuming. Everyone else is fuming about it. Um, but yeah, no comments on that. No comments on that. Um, we, I also just wanted to shout out our listeners quickly. Oh, yeah. Hello, listeners. We forgot you're there. Because I don't know about you, but coming back to work <laughs> after Christmas, and I got a lovely email from Rose Blackburn, who's a radio plugger who I work with, who is so lovely, who said that she loved our podcast and she really liked the second episode because she also finds it hard to express herself and I was like Rose here's to being unapologetically ourselves in 2021 for real affirmations um shout out to Rose because I definitely follow you I don't know if you follow me back I don't even know why I follow you but you're she's sick I love her insta yeah no me too that's what I'm saying I don't you know when you're like I don't know how and why but I love it you know you You think you know them because you you follow them on insta but you actually don't no, so um, yeah, thanks for letting me follow you. Um, <laughs> you know what made me laugh as well? Not laugh, but well, bless us. We were going for our little statistics, yeah, and we're doing all right. <laughs> it turns out we're doing all right. We got fans in Taiwan, Woo! baby, international. We're taking over. Um, yeah, so shout out to you lot. Shout out to our one Taiwanese listener. Yeah, literally, I hope you it was one percent. About because I feel like oh, my English is really shit. Yeah, I know, and he must be like. Where has the other one come from? She sounds like she's from a different planet. <laughs> she's all waiting up. Like, they say like so, so much. <laughs> so sorry, but also thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, keep spreading it. Keep talking about it. Keep following us. We are going to bring more, but obviously be patient with us. It's pretty tough times. Um, but yeah, we're loving it and we're really, really grateful that everyone's tuning in and enjoying it. Um, so... What did you do last night? This sounds really random. Me? Yeah. I just had a nice dinner, went to bed, watched on, watched, have you ever watched The Detectorist? No. It's my boyfriend's favourite programme, I watched it, it's, it's about people who do metal detecting, it's pretty wild. It's pretty <laughs> oh crazy. Oh my god. But he have loves seen, it so much. Have you seen the, champ- oh, what is that? There's a new Netflix series and it's about like random competitions across the world. I've seen the it. The cheese rolling one. There's a yo- yo-yo one. Yeah, and I've but seen did it. you watch the cheese rolling? The cheese rolling one's great. 
It was electrifying. Shout it out was... to people who do that because I could never. This girl was throwing herself down the hill she, like, after broke she broke her, her collarbone. I know. Also, your collarbone. Apparently, once you break that, they can't like get. She couldn't. Well, couldn't... Did you see it? Was it that looked, all that? Was... It looked mental. It was mate. disgusting. No offense, sir. Sorry, that's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> she's when she was at the end, much. she's like, "I think I should give up now." And I was like, "Maybe you should." Yeah, but also, it's like, just. Rate you. Yeah, I mean, I rate I rate this uh, competition with herself because she was literally she was... throwing herself down the mountain to just make sure that she kept the title like the trick is to just fall you're gonna fall faster than oh, you run no you're right um <laughs> but how how uh friday nights in in 2021 have definitely changed from do you know what i love in... on a friday evening whenever or friday afternoon whenever i get emails people and they're like have a great weekend even though you can't do anything and i'm like why are you rubbing it in me i know also when i just meet people with people they just give me like tv recommendations because they're like you can't do anything here's this tv show you should watch <laughs> it's and i'm so like funny. everyone talks about what they're watching yeah on TV. they're like obsessed i watched the, have you watched the crown no i was obsessed but then it was just depressing me so can't bother for it i wouldn't um, recommend bridgerton took me by storm over christmas i need to watch that absolute shit but it's great <laughs> and i love that kind of stuff i love hopeless romantic stuff i love that stuff as well it's it's weird it's weird and it's like it's just weird <laughs> it's just weird because i just said that three times but it is just weird because the reason is i can't even get my words out is that they talk you see young people mm-hmm. navigating relationships and courting and you see it in the actual essence of what courting used to be. Okay. And it's like quite interesting. You obviously understand that sex before marriage was not a thing. Um, I remember this from like when I was doing my English degree when we would study um, like novels where there would be a woman and she's, I can't remember, there was like this series of essays that were written in um, about London in Vauxhall. And it was about all the women, because you couldn't go out without a chaperone. And if you did, there could be gossip that you were with another man or you were with a man. You might be a virgin, so you were like pure. Mm-hmm. And it talks about all, like you see all of that kind of play out. Then you see him like, them two having sex and these pulling out and all this stuff like you see you see old school contraception it's really bizarre but you watch it and you're like this is mesmerizing oh really um yeah and the 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 acting isn't great i mean lady bridgerton is absolutely stunning but um i don't know how well she can act or maybe it's her character sorry if that's rude but (laughs) I mean, I'm gonna watch it next time we see each other. I'll give you my okay. my take on it. Well, I ended up watching Shrek last night. I love Shrek. Yeah, one, yeah. Or two, one, two, or three. One, obviously. Um, second, the second one is the best one though. Yeah, and I true. It's the best one. True. Three is fucking shit. shit. Two is amazing. Two is lit, and then it's the best soundtrack. Is that when? Is that when they go Far to the castle? Away. Yes. Yeah, it's the best oh, Shrek is my religion. Oh my god, so good. So I was watching that, and you know what it made me think of? Um, Nancy, if you listen to this, you're going to kill me. But my other best friend, Molly, my childhood love, um, she, her little sister, Nancy, when we was younger, used to be obsessed with Shrek, like fancied the pants off him. Of Shrek? Yeah, I thought he was... But, so he got me wondering about kind of cartoon or animation that you used to think that was really fit okay i got a really good one what well you go first okay so mine yeah my main crush 
this is so strange. My main crush for ages was um, Kovu, who was the lion from the second Lion King, <gasps> Scar's son. Oh, yeah. He was so pang with the green eyes. I see that. I see that. Yeah. You're not the first person I've ho- who I know who said, who said that. Really? Yeah, I used to fancy him so bad. My one is Diego from Ice Age, the tiger. Oh, really? So fit. Like the voice, the tooth, saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. Come on, Ice Age. Come on. Um, Another one was Tramp. I really fancy Tramp. What the hell? Yeah, I like I like. Oh, no, to... he was really, like, charming. I think I... I mean, genuinely, as I'm sitting here, it's actually a bit of a reflection for people that do know me. Um, I think it is actually a bit of a reflection on my taste in men. Really? Yeah, like, I like, a f- I like someone to fix. <laughs> I like to look after someone and, like, take them away and, like, yeah, like, just sort them out and give them the confidence to go out into the world. And do you know what I mean? Like, Kovu was on the outskirts. He was living a bit rough and that. And then... Yes, I fancied him. Then Tramp was just, Tramp was just savvy with it as yeah. well. Like he, he still got about. Do you he know what's so in Tramp? The cats, the two cats at the beginning. We are Siamese. I hate those cats. If you please. So and then the tails go like. We are Siamese. <laughs> if you don't, please. <laughs> my one, okay, my last one's not, it wasn't like a, an animal or anything, but it was a character, but you know, in Mulan, What's his oh name? Oh my god! So fit. Oh my god! What's I can't. His name? Um, what's his name? Let's I, get down to business. The big one to defeat the guy who sings. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Khan or something like that. No, that's the bad people. I can't remember. But basically, the love interest in Milan. So fit. Yeah. Okay. So fit. But yeah, it just got me thinking about that. Um, so yeah, that's weird. If you've got any uh, weird. I don't know. Cartoon I think I, they are weird, but I get it. I get them. I know, but also we're so young at that age. That that's so many like animal movies that we watched, like it would be weird. And they're so like humanized. So I know. it makes sense. But it is weird, but Kovu is babe. just divine. Diego's bae. <laughs> Diego. I was about that last week, I was like, Diego is so fit. And I was like, you okay? So and I'm like, mate. Um so I know it's the end of the episode. Near enough. Near enough. Um but I just wanted to talk about something absolutely hilarious. And I'm going to put it as my energy for 2021. Okay. Because my very good friend, Hannah, Hannah Farrell, she is a legend. She's had it really tough in 2020 with her work. Um, Again, being an events producer, obviously things dried up. She's gone back to Ireland to um, live with her family. And she's just got fairly a bit of time on her hands so she's invested it wisely because she is a very very funny and probably the most likable person I genuinely know like so sweet so nice and hilarious she's got into of course TikTok at her (laughs) fine grown age and well 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 where do I even start so last night and this is no shit by the way guys this is no shit I'm going to post about it later on It's Not That Deep, honestly. I'm really bigging it up because it's big. So last night, (laughs) she did this... She did this TikTok. And being a Kardashian fan, what the TikTok was about was comparing a video of Kylie Uh from around eight months ago of her with a shot being like, we're on some new shit, okay? (laughs) And then Hannah comes in and says, what is this new shit? Talking about the tequila, because... 
There's this tequila being shown in their holiday pictures because right now they're in Mexico, guys, just in case anyone else is Kardashian fans. The Kardashians right now, or the Jenners, are in Mexico, living their best life, you know, all of that. But in the background of one of the pictures of Kendall, there's this tequila. Mm -hmm. So Hannah's comparing this new tequila with the tequila that Kylie said that she's on this new shit. And she's had a brain fart and said... I know what this tequila is because I've Googled it and it's not real. So that means it must be Kylie's new... Tequila! Right? So she says at the end of this TikTok, um, shout, out, shout out at me, Kris Jenner, because I've cracked it. I've cracked basic, the Basically. Well, this girl, my friend Hannah, yes, this is my new claim to fame now, not Kano, is that... She only has 47 followers on TikTok. Her video within 40 (gasps) minutes was on 24,000 views. To then... Are you ready for it? No way. I think I know what you're going to say. To then, it was liked by Kendall Jenner on Ah! TikTok. Verified, bro. Verified. And then she's all over the meme pages. The Kardashian meme pages being like, quote, TikTok user has found out that... Kylie is bringing out new tequila. Oh my gosh. Bro, 100% they are talking about her on the group chat. They on are. On the group chat, they're also talking they about this British girl. They, they, she's all over the group chats. She's in each one. In every single Tristan's one. Tristan's talking about it. Lord's talking Rob about it. Rob is talking about Even it. Even Rob's on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Even Caitlyn Jenner's True, gonna be on it. True's there being like, true. Literally. <laughs> everyone's on it and um, we couldn't be more proud of you, Hannah. Because well done. You smash. I mean, the Hannahs are out in The force. Hannahs are out. Also, you know, Kendall Jenner, I saw her at the Brits after party. She is so stunning. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks beautiful. like a pixie. Yeah. She looks. What Brits party was you at? The Sony one. I saw Bella Hadid, Kendall Bella Jenner. Bella was at yours. Harry Styles and Tyler the Creator. Shit. And I was like, yo, this is insane. So I saw, I saw Tyler the Creator at my one. Mm -hmm. He went to two. Yeah, I saw him at mine. And then I saw here, I saw, not him, I saw, who's their mate? The guy with the dress. Oh, he's the model. Yeah. No, it begins with L. Louis Abbott. Yeah. Well, I got friendly with him, so. Me! Yeah, not like that. I got friendly. I know. I speak Spanish. She's like, they walk past me, and I was like, they're like open mouth, like, oh my god. Lizzo came in and then put loads of chicken in her bag and then left. No, she didn't. I swear to you, she did. (laughs) Uh, What else happened at our one? Oh, I I went up to Parcelou and was like, oh my god, you're Parcelou, aren't you? And he was like, and it was literally, it was about uh, three weeks after Frontline, and he'd only just been signed to Warner Records, so no one really like people knew him, but. Obviously, he didn't have, like, people probably going up to him being like, hey, are you that guy? And he's at a professional event. And here comes me. Oh, my God, are you Pasalu? He was like, yeah. And I was like, I can't lie. You are literally sick. I was like, I love you. I think you're my favourite so far. I think you're going to do amazing. My guy's now on Jimmy Kimmel. I know. Maybe I should do predictions. Maybe you should. I I predicted Jack Harlow's blow. Hannah, you and Hannah just got this thing going on. She predict, well, she didn't predict it, but she no. read the, she cracked the codes. But imagine if this is what I think's amazing. She's had a really tough year, Hannah, and how blessing would it be if she now blew up on TikTok talking about the family that she lives and breathes for, which is the Kardashians? That's mad. Has we, we need to next time we meet, we need to see how how her fame has grown, how it's progressed. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can give everyone updates. She is an, not that deep. 
listener. She oh loves God, it. Shout out Hannah. So big shout out to Hannah. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you for bringing us endless entertainment. Please may it continue. Amen. Also, I have one more embarrassing thing that I did at the Brits after party. What? I went up to J5 and I was like, hey. J5. And I actually sang his name to him. <laughs> and I was like, I love your album. I've just requested it. The DJ to play it. You know, not his album, <laughs> Big Conspiracy. And I, I, I think about it now and I'm like, why did I do I that? Know. When when alcohol is involved. Why? You just become uh, fearless. You I know. Become, you become someone, you become a dick sometimes. Not a dick, you just become so full of it. He was honestly looking at me like, who is this person? And I was like, oh my God, I love you, J5. Or should I shout out J5? What legend? I asked for a picture with my president. (laughs) I was like, come on, let's have a picture. He was like, no. No, did you? No. So you let me take one of him instead. (laughs) Mate, you should turn it into a meme. No, 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 no. I get sacked. Goodbye. Um... But yeah, I think that's a wrap up of our 2020 slash 2021 recap. Um, actually, do you want to do some affirmations? Because we are going to try and do that. To try also, put... we didn't do any pet peeves. Do you want to do some? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I've got loads. What was... Mm, I was thinking about one earlier, but I can't remember what it is. How personal do I want to go this time? I don't have any. What's wrong with me? Go, maybe do what, do what, do what feels right. Uh, How do you want to start the pet peeving of the year? I don't know. Um, 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 um. I got one. What? Just how cold it is right now. Why is it so cold? <laughs> <laughs> when will summer come? Mm. When will spring be sprung? Yeah, come on. I'm waiting. I need that tan. I, I, I'm also just like hate how pale I am. Like I need, I need to be tanned. Fair, fair. Um, I look ill right now. Mm. I look translucent. Oh, I'm blue. The people that I see, they're like, are you okay? Like, you just don't look good. And I'm like, mate, I'm trying here. But I'm never going to go to fake tan, but I need some, like, colour in oh, my body. I love to my face. fake tan. I, I feel like, as, ha- as a half Indian person, it's not right for me to wear It's, not, it's not, like, not warranted. You're like, not. Oh, maybe if I just hang on. Oh, I wish I could just tan so easily, though. Just give me half a day in the sun or like a whole I know, you literally just need an hour. I swear you. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. Um, Yeah, no, I can't think of a pet peeve. Maybe I'm turning into a new person. Yeah. I don't think I will. I'll come back more irritated than ever next week. Sweet. Um, But yeah, for now, I don't have a pet peeve. But my affirmation is to continue doing what's best for me every day whether that is laying in bed or getting up and driving to west london Woo! to record in a shed yes whatever is best for me to keep doing the it. shed is always here the shed is always the shed here is always open i love it every time it's sweet it's, it loves you too thanks it loves you too my affirmation is that i am so excited for what we have to offer with this podcast yes and i'm so excited for all the plans we have in place yes so my affirmation is that we make them all happen and we bring you a whole bunch of amazing guests and some really interesting conversation that's gonna just help you and entertain you and make you think a little bit differently about the world yeah yeah that is us um yeah so we actually don't know what episode we're going to record next so we can't give you a little tool teaser but we've got one coming we've got a few packed in to definitely end up finishing season one do you know what i feel like those influencers who are like i have something so excited happening but i can't tell you yet but it's really exciting and you're gonna love it but we actually do we actually pull off a couple of them it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful but regardless we will be back very soon 
Um, thank you for your patience and, you know, keep safe and all of that. Um, Hannah, any last words for your fans? I love you lots and keep living the it's not that deep mentality. Yeah. Ew. See you next time. Bye. Bye.